best uh that's the bias you need the earful you should try us from pop culture to the movies to unite us it's the best uh that's the bias uh, your best the bias What's up, everybody? It's your boy, like Del Dinero, and it's time for another Best of Bias podcast starring yours truly. It's like Del Dinero in the building. We got AKA in the building. Uh, we got Sean, Sean Eden in the building. He back. And we got a, a grand spanking new guest in the building. I'll let him introduce himself. Who we got in the building today? I go by the name of LBZ. Uh, I stand for Layback Zach. Originally from Compton, California. Been up in the Bay Area, North Bay, specifically for uh, about a decade or more. You know, all right, yeah, man. Uh, part of the family out here wanted to get him uh, on the pod. It's been a while, been trying to get him out here for a while. Um, this is episode 104. If you guys were counting out there, best of bias family episode 104. You know what the best of bias is all about. You bring your bias to the table, we talk about it and kind of discuss what's going on. But this week, we're talking about a little bit of sports and a little bit of pop culture. Um, a little mixed of both, you know what I'm saying? So, uh, let's get started. You already for some topics. Let's get it. Okay, I need a little more enthusiasm. Are y'all ready for some topics? Yeah, okay. (laughs) There we go. There we go. Let's get started with some NBA. NBA has Uh, been in full uh, swing post All Star (laughs) Weekend. Um, let's let's first let's get the thoughts out here about All Star Weekend. You guys watch the All Star Weekend festivities? Yes. All right. All right. So, how did you guys feel about the festivities? Um, The game should have been a little bit better. The uh, actual game itself? Um, the game itself, the celebrity game, was was really the highlight of the weekend for me. Really? You just feeling that? It's funny. Yeah, Miles Garrett. Miles Garrett doing his thing. Uh, yeah. I mean, Machine Gun Kelly looking stupid. Trash? But, uh, trash. <laughs> oh, my As God. Dub say, trash. <laughs> oh, my God. And what about Jack Harlow's jump shot, though? He was knocking him down, but that jump shot was crazy as hell. Yeah, um, <laughs> supposedly Tyler Hero supposedly helped him with it. But oh anyway. my god, it's the weirdest, ugliest little push shot of all time. Um, yeah. we had this triple jumper, I think it was like Olympic triple jumper out there, just jumping around, bouncing everywhere. Yeah, um, he was doing his thing too. <laughs> it was some shit going down. Um, but MVP Alex Toussaint, you know, my Peloton coach, shout out Alex, even though he hasn't put out no new rides lately, got me out here riding some bullshit, but. You know what I'm saying? He got the MVP. I think he put up like, I don't know. To be honest, Jimmy Allen put up like 21 or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I think he probably should have won it, but Alex Tucson was kind of putting in work a little earlier, so they kind of gave it to him. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Uh, LBZ, how did you feel about the game? Thought the All-Star, thought the All-Star weekend as a whole was, uh, I mean, it was kind of underwhelming overall. I mean, like like he's like he was saying, the celebrity game was was dope. I feel like if that's the highlight of All-Star Weekend, then it probably wasn't. It could have, I mean, because usually the dunk contest, let's be honest, is the highlight, but we all know how that went. It just wasn't. Oh, my God. It was It was trash. It was horrible. <laughs> it's horrible. Some say the worst like, of all time. I'm not even going to cap. Some say the worst it, of all time. It was the worst of my lifetime to me, as yeah. far as I'm concerned. Like, it was bad. Yeah. 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 About like I, I kind of felt like the cele- like the celebrity game was okay. Actually, um, one of the girls in it, 
went to our high school, Fremont High School. Brittany Elena, um, she was one okay. of my cousin's friends, actually. She kind of made her way on, you know, she's on the super come up. She was working hard out there in L.A., um, you know, got in there right and was able to become like one of the faces for the WNBA for female basketball there and ESPN and stuff like that. She's a, talking to all the players, kind of putting it up, holding it down for, um, you know, the WNBA yeah. kind of being a correspondent with, you know, um, pop culture, hip hop culture, kind of fashion and stuff. She's kind of known for dancing and shit, doing the Millie Rock and shit like that. You guys have probably okay. seen her. If you, she, she's actually on fucking uh, uh, Kevin Hart's uh, Real Husbands of Hollywood. She had a cameo on there. She was on uh, Wildin' Out. She's one of the Wildin' Out girls on the show. So she's kind of been everywhere, kind of in L.A. as like, you know, in the spotlight. She's actually best friends with <laughs> Odell Beckham's baby mama, which is kind of funny. So her oh, and o- OBJ are pretty oh, okay. as well. So, so she yeah. really tapped in. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. It's interesting to see her on that. She had betting odds in the All Star game. Shoot, wow. the celebrity All Star game. That was kind of wild to see. Um, but I know Quavo was hella mad because Bill Walton kept taking him out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and he know he wanted to win MVP because I think he won MVP a couple of times. And he's trying to be the hip hop player that's the best at basketball, or they're the one that he they you know everybody looks to to be the aficionado of basketball and hip hop. I don't know, man. Chris Brown kind of nice. Yeah, but they yeah, never Chris let him Brown play. Nice. He never plays in these things, though. Yeah, he used he never, to. Yeah, he is. He's fucking nice. He's probably one of the best. Maybe Dave East can go out there and play. Dave what he's about. Yeah, Dave East. Yeah, yeah some shit. Yeah, but it was cool, man. I don't know. There's only so much you can do in Cleveland anyway. Uh, so I didn't really expect much. It's funny listening to Darius Garland um, get interviewed because, you know, uh, he's a shoot, point guard, shooting guard. I forgot exactly the position, but uh, right. for the Cleveland Cavaliers, he's like, yeah, what are you going to do? You know, show the players around while they're here in Cleveland. He's like, yeah, you know, show them some nice restaurants. <laughs> I was like, that's all you got to show them. That's how they got his food. <laughs> in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, you know what I'm saying? Especially when it's yeah, up zero degree temperatures. But right. um, AKA, to bring you into this, I know you uh, don't really fuck with the NBA right now, or I don't know if you ever have really, but um, nah, really. as far as the dunk contest goes aren't you like kind of back in the day used to hearing about big names in it you know michael yeah, jordan yeah. Yeah, yeah you know what i'm saying i don't know about jordan nigga. I'm, I'm old but i was like i wasn't into basketball at all back then i mean but yeah Shaq, definitely. You know? You're right. You old. You're right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. <laughs> I'm, I'm old as shit. I'm old as shit, my nigga. <laughs> nah, but yeah, for real. Um, nah, not, not for real that you old, but I'm just saying. Back in the days, there was a bunch of all-stars out there in the dunk contest. Kind of nowadays, you kind of have to do a Google Google search to see who the hell's in the dunk contest because they don't put uh, stars in the dunk contest anymore. So now it's like, first of all, you have no draw by putting any stars in there. But then again, they're out here doing the same dunk six or seven times and not really doing anything popping. So everybody hates it. And you know the the old NBA players gonna keep it real. Shaq, Charles, talking big shit. Like, yeah. hey, y'all. As the, as I they think should. As they, they should. should. They should. I think. Yeah. I think the. Um, I think the stars are scared, man. To me, it seems like the stars are scared. You know, like sure. I love. I, I I love LeBron. That's my guy. You know, he's a Laker, but. He been ducking the duck contest his whole Forever. career. He been ducking yeah. the whole career, his whole career. Yeah, he could. Yeah. He could have gave us. He could have gave us at least one. He know for the culture, he could have gave us one. Yeah, his high school dunk contest was real good. Yeah, right. and he still got it. I mean, he's just scared to lose. I get it. I get it. But yeah. now you got niggas like Carl Anthony Towns winning the three point contest. Like yeah, that shit was is wild. out of whack. Yeah, shit is out of wild. whack right now. <laughs> yeah, 
I was talking hella shit before he started shooting too. I was like, all right, this nigga ain't gonna win. I don't even know why he's in the contest. And then I was actually in Vegas at a magic show after the magic show was over. Uh, actually, while the magic show was going, Carl Anthony Towns wins the three-point contest. Shit, I guess that's magic too, because this nigga done won. Good thing I didn't put no money up out there about that nigga winning, because the odds, well, actually, I should have put some money on him. Would have uh, won you a bunch of money. Hell yeah. You would have won a stack on, yeah, on, on cat. Yeah, if you don't want yeah. for, for sure. Yeah. Hands down. Nobody yeah, thought he was going to win. Talking about LeBron, actually, let's talk about the game. The actual, you guys like the format of the new... Um, all-star game, how each quarter starts over and shit like that, and you win money for the charity um, per quarter and shit like that. That's cool. I mean, the format's cool. Yeah, I, you know, I, I like the charity and all that. You know, I, I respect all that, but maybe I'm just old school with it. I kind of just miss the old original style. I don't, I don't mind it, though. It doesn't bother me. It right, really yeah. me with the, with the, you know, like getting to game point. So it's a little weird. I'm still getting used to it, but it, it's all right. Yeah, I kind of feel like as the older players phase out, there'll kind of be more competition when it comes to these money challenges. Um, the old players are like, oh, yeah, I'm too cool to participate. I just want to be out here looking flashy and looking cool, you know what I'm saying? But these young players, I think they may have a little more of a competition factor because a lot of them are coming up at the same time and just now getting their all-star uh, votings at the same time and want to prove that they belong, you know what I'm saying? So they might be going at each right. other, you know what I'm saying? Everybody's looking at Luca as the next young Don, but there's a bunch of people trying to come from that title. You know, you got you got Jai out there, a bunch of young players that's making their name. That's kind of trying to prove they got it too. And then once the LeBrons of the world and uh, Harden, KD, Chris Paul, all these niggas is gone. It's gonna be these niggas left proving to see who who really got it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that actually it will help. And um, maybe I think they should more so pick random charities rather than LeBron's team be playing for his own charity. It was kind of weird right. to me. That was, that was yeah, kind of weird. And how they had the charity going to a college fund for a specific college. I'm like, man, I don't yeah. know. What if the kid don't want to go to Kent State? Right. <laughs> yeah, you're, picking college, you're picking a college forum. Like, yeah, that's kind of weird. But, you know, what about Ohio State? Somewhere I, that costs a little bit more money to get into. What do you, I mean, yeah, I agree. I think uh, they should maybe think about either getting rid of the dunk contest, adding something different, or changing it or making some kind of criteria or something where it make it more exciting because this year it was just if it, it fell off i got to make it where it's nationwide open up nationwide Ooh, you should, you should mm, YouTubers and okay shit. okay if you, can, if you can dunk you can dunk i don't yeah. care if you play rec league ball if you yeah. can dunk you can dunk you know it'll open it up to a lot more creativity um you know i think a, a lot better contest overall i got it right here Ari, i'm gonna throw this to you all the NBA rappers who think they can rap at All-Star Weekend, bring it out there to a freestyle competition, and they got to battle it out to see who wins. I think that'll be a great draw. You got people out there that really think they can rap. You got, you know, dang. That's, a really, that's a really good idea. You know what I'm saying? You I'm got scared. niggas out there, and, and they wouldn't be scared. They want to showcase. All these scared. ballers want to show what they got, to show they'd that they're the best. They'd Not Dame. Not Dame. Yeah. You take nah, sign Yeah, Dame wants to smoke. Dame take sign really, And this Dame way... If it's a really lower level player that wants to get noticed, they can make their name by going up there and putting bars down against whoever the fuck they want to step up to. And I feel like people will respect that more than somebody missing a whole bunch of dunks. You know what I'm saying? This nigga, (laughs) this nigga from the Grizzlies on that come off the bench, he just spit this, you know, hot shit, uh, fucking dissed, uh, fucking Dame Lillard, you know, Al Barda's ass. Now he's known for that. And I think that today's pop culture and the way that, you know, 
kids look up to people now i think that'll put you on stardom right there i don't know don't steal my idea nba without consulting with me first god damn it you might have to edit, edit that part out say that yeah, saying, bleep it out <laughs> sell, AKA, that, sell, sell that to them yeah aka timestamp that shit real quick all right let's move on into this nba standing so we can talk about that shit forever but nba standings uh i want to talk about this aka feel free to join um don't look so bored down there <laughs> no but yeah we all got really significant teams that we like and you know we're kind of fanatical out here so i wanted to give you guys some time because i haven't really heard from anybody else i'll go I'll go on here and have rants about the nuggets all day um, but i want to hear about from two teams that are really prominent in the basketball sphere how they're feeling and they're kind of i don't i, won't, I don't want to say on two opposite sides of the you know spectrum as far as playoffs and shit like that i don't want to throw any dirt like that but let's start with you zach um let's talk <laughs> no, he's gonna start <laughs> lbz let's talk about um these lakers man they're always in the news it's been a lot of uh, talk about them they're underperforming this year um as a fan what can you say that you know what what are you seeing from them um this year and what do you think is the outcome the ultimate outcome that could happen this year first off best advice how much time i got because i can go <laughs> i can go bro it's um it's kind of a train wreck, man. It's just like the, it's just kind of the, it's the worst of everything thrown into a pot, so to speak. I think, I think that uh, the coaching could be better. I'm, I'm not gonna throw Frank Vogel all the way in the, uh, under the bus, but I think his, I think his lineups have been questionable all year. I think his rotations, um, some of the, just I don't know, not playing Dwight, little things he's been doing just been questionable to me. And I think they've led to just a lot of inconsistencies with the uh, chemis- chemistry of the team. Also think that let's be honest, the team is old, fam. They old. Um, you got LeBron, thirty-seven. We expecting him to be third in scoring, trying to carry a team that that don't really have no scoring power. You know, uh, Malik Monk is a, is a super bright spot. He mm-hmm. about to get paid. Yeah. So, because um, he killing, but I'm just disappointed in AD. Um, disappointed in like I don't even want to talk about Russell Westbrook, and I love Westbrook because you know I watched him play in high school at Luzinger, LA Cat. Like, great player, obviously, but he just, you know, he seemed like the, the Monstars came and just took his powers, bro. It just, I mean, he, he'll have these moments where he be, he'll be, he'll be like, kind of okay, but we all see he a shell of himself. And it's, it's yeah. I don't know, it's just, it's just bad chemistry injuries, coaching issues, um, drama, the media. I yeah. mean, the media is a monster, that. man. The media is a monster, monster. It can take one little problem and you'll be on the verge of fixing it and they can just blow it up and cause your team just to go a whole different way, just based off that, you know, LeBron, especially just having LeBron on your team, period. It's going to oh, cause yeah. that media storm. Oh, yeah. And it's just like me, it's kind of unbelievable to me that the chemistry is not working with the Lakers, just having three stars in general, like of that caliber on a team. I thought just throwing that together with LeBron will just work out. Uh, me personally, I'm guilty of not, you know, necessarily watching every Lakers game this year, but I check in time to time when I'm watching my Nuggets game just to make sure I see what's happening because, of course, I don't want them to pass us in the standings, but um, (laughs) it's just a lot of shit going down, and it's like, I feel like it's kind of overblown because me personally, I think they can make some noise in the playing tournament, and I don't care who it is, the Warriors or the, you know, Suns, I wouldn't be 100% confident going against LeBron James, AD, and Russell Westbrook in a seven-game series. So on that aspect, as long as you guys are not one and done in the playing tournament, I feel like it's every anything is possible. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. A lot of shit's happening right now, but 
I don't know, trade deadline. I, I don't know what they were doing then. I don't know why nothing happened. Nobody <laughs> moved. I, that was wild to me. I thought they at least were going to make that Knicks move for um, uh, Cam Reddish. Um, but I don't yeah. know. Yeah, man, it's it's tough. It's it's tough to watch, man, because it's too much potential. You know, we came in as uh, high favorites, and just to, to crash like this is kind of it's tough. Yeah. It's tough, man. Yep, it's interesting to see. Um, speaking of uh, trade deadline, we all heard about the you know Philly uh, Brooklyn trade. It's kind of the one making the biggest waves in free agency, uh, but we'll get there in a second. I want to talk about these Celtics because we got Shawnee in the building. Um, you guys got Derek White. Um, that's kind of like a low, low key good upgrade at the guard position. Um, defender, I didn't know he was such a good defender over there in uh, San Antonio. Um, I know he can shoot the three a little bit. He's been a thorn in Denver's thigh because he did go to Colorado. Uh, me being an Oregon fan, remember him very well and then him being playing in Denver every time he plays in Denver they talk about how he played in Colorado and he does a little something to us every time so I, I kind of have a little a little something something knowing about young Derek but tell me about the Celtics how you feel about their trajectory and how it's going for y'all um so I like where we're going we're kind of up and down at the current moment the last few games but um we had like a nine ten game winning streak right after that trade uh, which helped us a lot. I, I like Derek White. He's he's a good player. I liked him in college. Um, I think he was a little bit overshadowed by uh, what De Deontay Murray, what he does with San Antonio. So he didn't really get a chance to shine too much in San Antonio, but he came at the right time. I mean, we needed him. He fits our our style of play, the way our new coach wants to um, wants us to play. You know, he mm -hmm. fits it perfect. We just got to get healthy as far as across the board and. I like our chances as far as making some noise. Yep. Yep. Only a couple of games left. I think it's more like 20, 20 or 21 games left, 22 after yeah. the All-Star break. I'm not sure how many you guys played. Yep. So we're kind of almost to the finish line. So me personally, um, me, it's more like a waiting game for my Nuggets here. Um, we're sitting in sixth place, tied with the Mavericks, a half game behind the Mavericks uh, for that fifth seed. Um, us, we're just waiting for Jamal Murray and Michael Porter Jr. to get back. So we're hoping that Jokic can hold the water. Um, keep our team afloat. Um, a lot of our bench players have been playing good. We got Brent Forbes. Uh, we traded for, uh, got him in the, the trade deadline. And then we got, uh, we signed Boogie Cousins to a full uh, contract for the rest of the season. And he's doing a really good job backing up Jokic. And he's learning from Jokic. And that's looking nice. We're on a six-game winning streak right now um, with, uh, I think, like nine to like at least half of our games, the remaining games of our games at home. So, and a light schedule, one of the easiest schedules. So I'm thinking we can make that push towards the end of the season, maybe get the four or five seed, probably end up playing Utah um, and seeing what we can do with them. We already had a great series with them, Jamal Murray and uh, Mitchell, back-to-back um, -back 50 point games and shit like that. So we'll probably get to see that again first round and see what happens there. Um, I don't know. Hopefully Jokic can uh, pull out this back-to-back -back MVP. I would love to see that for us, uh, even though they're on your, uh, MB's nuts right now. DeMar. Uh, DeMar. But, yeah, Demar is he's getting off the that cool, that that shit is that shit's crazy. Fucking 30, how many 35 plus point games? Yeah, and he's doing it from two. <laughs> he's doing it from oh, two. He ain't doing what, what the young young bull Jaw's doing. Jaw yeah, yeah, and they're uh fuck, I forgot they're comparing his numbers to um fuck, I forgot. What he was they were saying on uh, first take this morning, but he's getting off, man. And Jokic is pretty much doing what he's doing last season. Um, he's four triple doubles away from 
breaking Will Chamberlain's record of triple doubles, and he's only like 27, 28, and he's playing center. So I'm um, hoping once our players come back, we can make some noise and be a sleeper to the playoffs because, man, the Bucks won the Super Bowl two years ago. The Atlanta Braves won the uh, World Series. And if I can get the Nuggets to win a championship, man, my heart would be complete and I can mm. just, 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 just melt. But, hey, let's get off that. We talked our basketball. Um, moving forward into a little bit of football, a.k.a. you with us still. You awake over there? A little bit, a little bit. <laughs> so NFL, man, um, shit's kind of crazy right now. As you know, as you guys know, the Rams won the Super Bowl, yada, yada, yada. That's over now. New NFL season. God damn, it's kind of fucked up how you win Super Bowl one day and the next day they forget about you. And don't give a fuck about it. We talk about next season that fast. Um, we're already almost in free agency. Um, we're all, The combine is this week. Um, I'm excited to see... What my team has next, as you guys know, Tom Brady retired. Um, there's a lot of changes going on with a lot of good teams this year. So I guess the, the board's being shuffled again, and it's anybody's league again. Sorry, I keep grabbing my nose. This mustache is all in my shit. God damn. But anyways, yeah, so there's a bunch of quarterbacks. This quarterback carousel, I know, in free agency is going to be crazy. I don't know if you guys heard. Um, all these quarterbacks either are thinking about wanting to get traded or they're free agents or they could be traded. Um, I'm just going to name some of the big ones I got here. That's off the top of my head because I wrote them down, but I don't know where they are. So we got Aaron Rodgers, who may be traded. Um, we have Deshaun Watson, who may be traded after his legal stuff gets cleared up. Uh, Russell Wilson wants out. Jimmy Garoppolo is supposedly on the market. Car- Carson Wentz is supposedly getting cut by the Indianapolis Colts. Um, Jameis Winston is supposed to resign with the uh, the Saints, but who knows? Marcus Mariota, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, Kirk Cousins, um, Kyler Murray um, has actually had contract contract disputes with the Ra- uh, Ravens, the Cardinals. Um, there's a lot of shuffling maybe may going on. Um, Baker Mayfield, who knows what's going to happen with him? Um, who do you guys think is going to be the biggest quarterback change? in the NFL this year, and who would be the most surprising to you if they went to what team? If that makes sense. Surprising. Oh, yeah, and, there's, if... and there's also Tom Brady might be coming out of retirement to play for the 49ers. That's on the table, too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. I think that's the only re- the only way uh, Jimmy G is not a 49er next year mm-hmm. is if Tom Brady, you know, is making some noise about really going there. Um, they'll make the proper moves to make sure that he's out the way. Um, but as far as some most surprising move would be if Russell Wilson ended up with the Colts. Hmm. I think surprising? Would probably be the most surprising move. Um, he's mentioned teams like Washington, um, Seattle, or not, yeah, staying in Seattle or um, going to Tampa. possibly Pittsburgh. Uh, Tampa wasn't mentioned by <laughs> Tampa wasn't meant, Tampa wasn't mentioned by him, but you know, hey, anything can happen as far yeah. as that goes. Yeah, me personally, I'm hoping this may be bad. Excuse me, PC world out there. I do want Deshaun Watson on the squad. Before he got into his trouble, he was on the trajectory of being one of the you know, best quarterbacks in the league. Um, he's only 26 years old. If he's suspended for a year, he can sit behind whoever he needs to sit behind. We got Blaine Gabbert. We'll have him start for one year if he's suspended for four games, six games, um, whatever sure. it is. Yeah, yeah, I know. Hopefully he's uh, acquitted of all these cases. I know 22 cases is hard to believe that the person isn't guilty of what they're, they're being accused of. Ariel, a.k.a. if you don't know what he's being accused of, we talked about it on the podcast, I think. But he has 22 cases or 22 
accusations of like misconduct at massage parlors. So he met girls and uh, asked for inappropriate favors um, as massages. And there's 22 counts of this. I, I don't know about that. Yeah. <laughs> and so far, he's only had like eight or nine of them settled so far. So he has a bunch more to go before he's actually able to play quarterback. But the talent on the field, minus all the off the field stuff, is hands down. Young guy, uh, goddamn national champion, fucking, I don't know, there's endless accolades you can put on the on the field player there. Um, I honestly would be the most surprised if Russell Wilson ended up a Buccaneer. That would be crazy. Because I know whatever somebody gives up to get Russell Wilson is going to be nuts. Um, I would be the most disappointed if the Buccaneers got Jimmy G and they gave the 49ers fucking Tom Brady. <laughs> that would be fucking nuts. Um, but yeah, what about you, LBZ? Any surprises? Anything you think would be weird? Uh, I mean, I, I'm, I'm more of a basketball guy. You know, I'll be honest, I don't watch football that much. I do I do follow it somewhat, you know. Um, I was kind of hearing and peeping and wondering where A.B. would end up, you know, like if he ended up in Baltimore or something. Okay, back that'd be, in the league. That'd, that'd be crazy if he ended back. I, I think, you know, as wild as he, he'd been, you know, d- depending on how, whichever way you feel about it, either way, he could ball, he could, he could play. So I think he'll end up back in the league. You want to know how I feel about it? Yeah, you feel. I, I, I tell you how I feel about this motherfucking AB. <laughs> oh God, I I don't know. He he personally probably cost us a divisional divisional round. I would say, um, based on some weird ass shit. I don't know. It changes every day. The reason why he did it. He recently posted a picture of his MRI from last year, saying how the Buccaneers tried to fuck him over to play and this, this, and that. Showing an old ass MRI, MRI saying pretty much fuck Tom Brady, fuck the team. After he pretty much gave Tom Brady uh, a send off, like he's my brother, no hard feelings type shit. Then he disses him again. Then he's all over. I don't know the plug that Kanye West has on all these people, but he made uh, AB the president of like Donda Sports and shit mm-hmm. like that. And he bought a fucking suite out at the Super Bowl and was standing on the rail signing autographs. But if your fucking ankle needs surgery, why are you standing on fucking rails and shit? You know what I'm saying? And courtside with Kanye West every game, all the time, flying here, flying there. He got, he also signed a deal with some, I don't know who the fuck he was, but uh, to some record label. Now he's the president of a record label now. It's like, what the fuck is going on, AB? But he probably will get another chance. You know, the talent is there. Um, yeah. So no matter what he does on the field, his talent on the field. Is. Yeah. Shit's crazy. Yeah, shit's shit's wild. Let me see what else I got for this NFL stuff. Um, yeah, a little bit about the Cowboys. I'm looking to your Cowboys. A lot of changes might be happening salary cap wise. Um, there's a couple of teams in salary cap hell, I would say. Um, I wouldn't say you guys are in salary cap hell. I know the Saints are like $73 million over the salary cap. I was talking to a Saints fan the other day. They may lose everybody. They ain't got no quarterback. They ain't got no receivers. They barely got a head coach. The running back's going to jail for beating up somebody. Um, so it's up and down for the Saints. I don't know what's going on with them. I know the Rams have a bunch of high-priced players on their team that they're going to have to for sure get rid of. Um, there's people that are due money that they're not going to be able to sign. Von Miller, Odell Beckham, I don't know if – I don't know. Me personally, I think Odell Beckham should retire, but I don't know about how you guys feel about that. Um, you got, you know, a bunch of players on the team. Go ahead. Why do you think he should retire? That nigga be getting hurt. He get hurt hella. And he just got his Super Bowl. I would just be like, all right, I'm tired of 
my body getting fucked up. I just had a baby. He's hella popular outside of football. He's one True. of the football players that can make hella money outside of football doing something else. So he got his ring. Everybody knows what you're about. Everybody knows the negative circumstances that you went through as far as getting hurt. It's like, why keep putting your body through this to prove there's something that a lot of people already know. And at this point, after winning the ring, you know, nobody wants to see you go out there and get hurt again and be like, all right, now he's just hurt again. He didn't go out like he did last year after winning the ring. So this is the penultimate way of going out, which what Tom Brady should have did if he was going to retire. God damn it. Um, Good point. I, yeah, I hate to keep bringing it back to that, but goddamn. Um, but yeah, Cowboys, I don't like to get too far away from them. Oh, wait, let me talk about the Packers first. So y'all think Aaron Rodgers is leaving Green Bay? I think this is as good a chance as any, but I'm not sold on it yet. No. Yeah, I know they're one of the teams that are in salary cap hell, too. Um, I know Aaron Rodgers is talking about wanting to be the highest paid quarterback in the league now. Um, he wants 50 million plus to play. And, and if they sign him to that money, the rest of the players on that team are not going to be able to sign back and they're not going to be able to win a Super Bowl. At 49 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So I don't know what the fuck. He's going to play like at least three more years only, you know what I'm saying, before he's going to fall apart. Um, he ain't on the TV 12 method. So I think that man has a couple more years. He's trying to, you know, stronghold the Packers into paying them hella money, um, mm -hmm. thus ruining the team because he's not going to be able to fill the team around him to get him to the Super Bowl. Right. Um, Devontae, I don't know how they're going to pay for him. Um, one of the Smith, probably both the Smith brothers are gone. Um, they're paying two running backs. I don't know. It's just a lot of shit going on there, but um, they're in salary cap hell. So who knows what's going to happen with them. And then lastly, the Cowboys, I know you're going to, you guys are going to lose somebody high value. Um, maybe Amari Cooper, maybe D law. You think you're gonna lose D law? I think the person that's at highest risk is Amari. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Cooper. Yeah. You think he'll stay in division despite y'all for letting him go? He ain't got no choice. We 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 got him under contract. Yeah, we decide where he goes. Oh, you're gonna trade him rather yeah. than just cut him. Oh, no, I ain't it. gonna cut him. They, they'll I trade him. It. He's still tradable, so you can trade him with Jacksonville or Atlanta or there, there's Atlanta a few teams. Cool. The Brown the Browns was another team they mentioned. He'll be kind of dirty. He'll be dirty on Atlanta. No, no for, uh, Landry. <laughs> yeah, I feel, yeah. And they also they also floated the idea of Cole Beasley coming back now that we're we're <laughs> gonna be in need of receiver. That'd be nice. Yeah. I mean, there's hella receivers in the draft too. So I wouldn't be surprised yeah. if you guys drafted a receiver first round and like Amari Cooper. Nah, not first round. Unless no. it, it, if Williams falls to us from, from Bama, then maybe. But I don't see us going. Receiver. I'm feeling Traylon Burks though from Arkansas, 6'3. Burks is nice. Burks, yeah. Burks. At 27. Burks is nice. You know what I'm saying? And he might fall to 27. You know it's what I'm just, saying? I think somebody else might fall too, like a Stingley or yeah. Yeah, somebody's gonna fall. I feel it. Just gotta get the best player available. I feel that. Yeah. Um, we're hoping to see what happens. Our guard, fucking Ali Marpet, Pro Bowl guard, uh, retired at 28 years old. So yeah. might be some shift shuffling. Yeah. We have to, yeah, shit. That feels nice too. Um, let me see here. Let's move on to some rapid fire sports before we get into this commercial break, right? Before we get into some actual pop culture, so we can get AK in here to participate and get some opinions <laughs> in. It looks like he's about to either sneeze or fall asleep. So I don't know what's going on down there. Um, so yeah, let's talk about Jorge Masvidal and um Covington. Did you guys watch? Are you guys into that? You guys, I know you guys watch MMA, but um, is that something you guys are excited about? Say yay and nay. No. I'm just surprised he gets so many fights. He just be losing a lot. Not at all. Yeah, yeah. I'll let you go. Mm -hmm. 
<laughs> I mean, I, I was I was thinking he was gonna be better throughout his career. I mean, he hasn't really he like, he gives the fights, but it's always him giving a good fight then come out on bottom. Like uh, he kind of remind me of um the the UFC's version of uh the fuck is that his name again? Just retired the one that you got beat by uh Bud Crawford was his name. Oh, yeah. Boston. I forgot exactly. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, but yeah. Uh, Sean Porter, Sean Porter. Yeah, 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 yeah. Where he, he give a good fight, but then he always get beat by the uh, best people. Yeah, and I like Jorge. Jorge, cool. Jorge, he he dope. I mean, I, I watched him back when he used to be on those fucking Kimbo tapes with the long ass ponytail. And uh, yeah, yeah, Jorge, 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 cool. He, he could he could fight and Kobe. He's proven to me that he's a better fighter than I thought he was. Yeah, yeah, for definitely. sure. But I'm just not excited about this fight. <laughs> yeah. But I don't want to see him get his ass kicked. But I mean, or, I was more Jorge is probably going to beat him pretty good. But you never know. It's MMA, and and when money's on the line, I mean, hey, anything can happen. Yeah, anything yeah. can happen. So you know, Kobe Covington come in there and you know have a great fight. For all we know, but I just don't. I have to see that to believe that. I feel it. Moving on into some baseball. Well, that 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 fight might be what this weekend. So before baseball, did y'all see Derek Lewis get knocked out? Yes. Oh I no. Yes. I oh yeah, I do remember that fight being a couple weeks yes, ago. I didn't. I didn't see it though. He hit that guy with three or four really tough shots before. Oh, he, he was fucking he that dude. He was doing good, but that was it. That elbow. What the fuck was that, that elbow? Yeah, he yeah. He, he rocked him like a good three or four times where. It would have dropped most people, but he has a mm-hmm. tough chin. Yeah, and he he took those punches and he came back with that elbow. And Derek Lewis was just tired at that point. Yeah, it was his good. balls it was, good. was hot. It was good. <laughs> Probably <laughs> that's what happened. He was out. He was out for a minute. For a little oh, cool. minute, but yeah, he damn, was damn. Um, but yeah, uh, rapid fire into this baseball. So you guys watch baseball at all? I know my Atlanta Braves just won the uh, World Series last year. Uh, they're in a lockout right now. Um, they're, <laughs> yeah, they're locking the players out. Um, there's a dispute on money. Um, the players want more money for what the product they're putting out there on the field. Um, the teams are making a bunch of money off the players and they feel like they're not getting a lot of money. It's, it's kind of funny to me because they actually, out of all sports, get the most guaranteed money, um, especially their stars. Um, I know the lower like level and lower tier players probably don't get paid as much, um, but they're in a dispute right now. They're supposed to come to a decision today about, you know, ending the lockout or not, or else the, you know, opening day game, which is supposed to be March 31st, is going to be canceled, which is a big deal to some people because sports already being watched a lot less due to football and basketball. Um, delaying the sport could be kind of uh, detrimental to the sport itself because it's probably going to phase out because you got to catch up. It's going to lessen the games that are allowed in the season. And that's kind of wild. But me personally, I'm like, whatever. The uh, Braves will be champions for a little bit longer. So how do you guys feel about that <laughs> if you do care at all? <laughs> if you care at all? I feel like it's um, – baseball is trying to take more money from the players is is the issue. Mm-hmm. Um, trying to get more like the NFL and more like the NBA where they get more revenue. Even though they're making a lot of money, they're making even more money each year with, with the new TV contracts and whatnot. For sure, these games be on TV forever. Um, but baseball is also, I mean, think of how many people got 300 million plus yeah. contracts in the last three or four years. Right. Like that's becoming more of a mainstay as far as these top, top, top players. They're all getting 300 plus million, some 400 plus million. 
um, 10 year contracts. God damn. So, you know, what it is, baseball doesn't want those guaranteed contracts. Um, they want more of a percentage as far as TV revenue and whatnot. It's, just, it's all greedy, you know, and the players yeah. don't want to give up any money, of course. So that's where it, that's where it's at, man. This was always going to come to a head at yeah. some point. That's shitty, man. I feel like you're making so much money off from athletes. They're still you're just now kind of making it up in college. You know what yeah. I mean? Uh, I'm sure they're going to make a way for in that. <laughs> as soon as they possibly can or try to make some money off the kids making money before they get to the schools and shit like right. that you know it's, it's only a matter of time before that shit happens but i don't know man i i just feel like baseball we need our sports cycle to be how it is especially in october that sports equinox where you have all the sports going at the same time you know what i'm saying you got the hockey you got a little bit of soccer basketball football and baseball all going at the same time Right. It's magical. It's magical, man. I, and I love that time of year. And for baseball to be stolen like this, it's kind of sad to see. Uh, money is the motive for everything nowadays. But once everybody starts watching yeah. the game from the metaverse anyways, they ain't going to make the money anyway. But we'll get to that in a second. But we're going to take a quick commercial break, everybody. It's the Best of Bias podcast. Y'all get you a drink of refreshments. Um, and I'll be right back with y'all. Um, but yeah, man, it's the Best of Bias podcast. We got pop culture topics coming. Plenty of stuff happened in the last couple of weeks that we definitely need to get into and see these guys' opinions, a.k.a. LBZ Sean E. We'll be right back. It's the Best of Bias podcast. You can't forget Lydell De Niro because that's me. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? And we back with the Best of Bias podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed that sports segment. And for all those who don't like sports, come on back. Come on back. We got some pop culture topics for you, um, a.k.a. my after run out. Um, he does have work in a little bit. But if you do, just feel free to let us know. And we, you know, no harm taking. But we got some topics here. We'll go through them kind of fast. We won't spend too much time on them. Um, but some of them we will because we might have to delve deep. But starting with this topic here, I know you guys have been hearing about the Ukraine situation in Ukraine and Russia. Um, you know, this ain't a political podcast, but I feel like there's some crazy stuff happening over there that could determine um, the next couple of years, if not months, of this country. So I wanted to open up the floor to see how you guys felt about it. Um, I don't know 100% what's going on, but what from, from what I got, um, I guess uh, Russia kind of threatened Ukraine not to join NATO. And he kind of heard that they were of course, this is non-political Patrick speaking, so I'm going to kind of put it in layman's terms. Um, they heard that Ukraine was kind of leaning towards joining NATO. And since they did that uh, against Putin's words, he started infiltrating Ukraine to kind of try to combat them joining, joining NATO. Um, right now, there have been a lot of bombings that took the lives. I don't know what the, the death count is now, but I know there's a lot of deaths going on out there. Um, the NATO, NATO has taken action. Um, Germany, I think, Great Britain, the U.S., a couple other countries out there in Europe, um, you know, are kind of putting forces in the Ukraine to kind of try to stop some of the impositions that the Russians, the Russians are putting on uh, the U.K. They already, you know, took over Chernobyl, blew up the airport, um, wild shit like that. And I'm just kind of feeling, you know, shit can go down because Putin's threatening any interference from anybody they'll be hit with like retaliation that they have never seen before and shit like that. And we got Biden out here talking about they're doing sanctions on uh, financial institutions over there in Russia and shit like that. How do you guys feel about this whole situation? How do you guys feel? What's going on? How do you guys I feel? Go for, I go first. Hell yeah. I mean, jump on, jump <laughs> on. 
at first I felt bad because I was sitting there, you know, I'm a boxing fan and I'm like, okay, I see that Cambosis was kind of ducking Haney and he was like trying to put together a fight with Lomachenko. Then they said Lomachenko pulled out because, you know, he joined a little fight in Ukraine. So I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, I, I don't want to see my fellow boxers, my fellow, but I mean, you know, boxers that I looked up to, I, I follow right now, be out there involved in that. And, you know, there's a couple of other ones like the Kletchko brothers, both of them are in Ukraine. One of them is the a mayor or some city out there. And then that dude who just beat uh, Anthony Joshua, he's also from Ukraine. He's out of Lomachenko's camp. So I started delving deeper into it. And I'm like, oh, you know, you know, we should look out for the Ukrainians or whatever. And then I started seeing all the shit about how they being disrespectful as fuck to black people. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, I'm like, I don't know if I give a fuck anymore. <laughs> you guys see those videos? <laughs> I yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see it. No, yeah, they were fucking uh, not letting, like, black people onto trains, and they're, like, kicking them off of subways and shit, throwing them off of buses. Oh. Uh, yeah, yeah, being hella racist out there in the Ukraine towards black people. So it kind of, I don't know if it's a media spin. I don't know what kind of shit is it. On, I don't know. But it, it was just, it, it was yeah. bad. It was a bad look for sure. Um, Kind of like, I don't know. The Russians are good. They could have planted that to get us to care less about the Ukrainian fight. I don't know. That shit is bad. It's propaganda. Yeah, uh, it was bad. It could be, could be, but I mean, it's the same time. It's a lot of people out there who are doing it, like students and stuff from college out there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know. Fuck yeah, that's crazy. What about y'all down there, uh, LBZ, Sean? How y'all feel about what's going on? I'll let him go first. I mean, for, for me, it's just you know, I don't, I don't get too political in general. I just think that um, it, it, obviously it's all like things. It's kind of above us. It's kind of you know it's the money play, of course. All of it's a resource and money play, right? It's, just, it's it's unfortunate that you know innocent people got to be lost, lives got to be lost because of it. Um, you know, I don't, I don't have much more to say outside of that. Honestly, I don't know a whole lot about it to really comment. So right, exactly. I feel that I'm so confused at what kind of political motivations Russia has for doing what they're doing. But I don't know. All wars, it kind of starts overseas, and people kind of interfere in shit that. Um, I don't know, because somebody put it like this that I was listening to. Um, just imagine somebody from, I don't know, one of your enemies set up shop in like your backyard and was getting ready to, it seemed like they were getting ready to do something to you. How would you feel about it? That's how somebody put it. I don't, I don't know if it's that simple at all. Uh, I don't mean, know how. I, I, feel like, I feel like Russia's been fucking with Ukraine for a long time. I mean, remember when that whole fucking uh, flight, whatever it was, that it was coming from Amsterdam, we got shot down over Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't it know. was done by Russian missiles because there were some rebels that are uh, pro-Russia who were fighting against Ukraine and they were getting fed weapons and shit by Russia. They, they got shot down by a fucking Russian missile. Yeah. It was the commercial. It was a commercial plane and shit like that. And that, yeah, like Russia's been kind of like, like secretly funding these fucking rebels to fuck with Ukraine for years. Hmm. So they had a little tension and shit going on forever. This shit kind of hitting the fan now. That's why Sean, you was gonna say something? Um, I mean, as far as is that whole situation over there, man. Um, I never thought in my lifetime I would ever see anything like that. I mean, I wasn't around for World War II. I'm not that old, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, yeah, you know, um, it, it, like like he said, it's a play for me. Um, any war is always about money, regardless of what they try to mask it. Right. To be, you know, it's all, mm-hmm. all about money. It's all about resources. 
um, the petroleum, the right. I, was about to say, I heard a lot the, about the, gas the nuclear, pipelines, the nuclear sites, um, mm-hmm. aggravating, well, not aggravating, but uh, agitating the West. You know what they what they call the West. Yeah. Um, all of it, you know, all of it goes hand in hand. You know what I mean? Like they, Russia didn't make this move not knowing what the ramifications would be. They knew we we was going to hit them with sanctions. They didn't care. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they they knew that it could potentially lead to something bigger. They didn't care. They still right. do or are doing what they're doing. They don't care. Mm-hmm. Like they yeah. like all all of that has been considered. I I can promise you is why. <laughs> right. Just two days ago, Putin was talking about, oh, we're going to activate. Just in case we're gonna activate our, our nuclear sites. God damn. Then... <laughs> Shit's wild. Shit's wild. Uh, so, you know, from a strategy strand- standpoint, like I just look back from the outside looking in, because you know, we ain't over there fighting. Right. You know, but at the same time, from the outside looking in, you just you you see the plays being made that are, you know, may seem insignificant, but they they got big big meaning, you know. What I mean, yeah, yeah big ramifications. Yeah. yeah, shit's getting wild, man. But ultimately, prayers out to Ukraine. Uh, shit, death is never a light thing. People out there, I've seen a video where a missile just flew past this, you know, civilian's window. Family looking out the window, and an airplane was crashing down and shoot shot a missile right past us. It was wild. Yeah, uh, they shooting they shooting missiles at fucking straight up apartment buildings with civilians in it. So no fucking reason that. Yeah, shit fucked up, but I mean, ain't no difference than what what happened. War is never war is never pretty. Yeah. I, mean, I was hearing I was hearing news anchors on there talking about what he say. He was like, "This is you know we're shooting at our people, our own kind, blonde hair, blue eye people." And like, yeah, yeah, motherfuckers is blatant about this shit. Yeah, it's just wild. Yeah, and someone was like basically like comparing it to like a third world country, saying how like. Well, you know, it's not like it's a third world country with, you know, un- basically saying they're uncivilized or whatnot, like they're humans, regardless yeah. of what they look like or where they're from. And I heard uh, Sean Penn was on the ground there kind of filming a documentary in the Ukraine right now while shit was going down. Yeah. Um, kind of trying to tell the history of the war and shit and what's going on um, while it's happening. So, yeah, like I said, shout out, to, not shout out, prayers up to everybody out there. Um, you know, hopefully this can be settled with, I don't know, I guess it is what it is now as far as the wars have started. People started fighting. They said that people 18 to 60 can't leave the country. You have to fight if you're a Ukraine Ukrainian citizen. So just getting real. Um, 60? Yeah. 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 Uh, not to um, move on to like a super light subject after something so deep. Um, let's talk about Neo here. Neo's toxic comments. Neo said if women want to stop being called bitches and being demeaned, they should stop listening to the music that demeans them and stop dancing to it. And maybe that will help them not get demeaned as much. Fellas, how do you feel about uh, this goal and tactic that Neo has set out to get girls, to not, uh, females not to get demeaned? What do you, what do you guys think? I feel like that comment is going to um, make a lot of women mad. He's not completely yeah. wrong. He's not wrong. Yep. He's not wrong at it's, all. But it's, good. I it's, think, it's just the women they, don't like to hear things directly. They don't like to be held accountable for stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah, we all know that. But yeah. I'm going to get fucked up for that, right? Yeah. yeah. He's it, basically. I'm going yeah. to get snuck walking yeah. out of here. Watch. 
Somewhere your mom is burning the back of your head down with some eyeballs right now. Yeah, man. Um, but yeah, no, it, I mean, it's just one of those things where, you know, a lot of times with women, you have to break the news to them in a, in a certain way. You know what I mean? Like he could have said that same thing, but said it in a different way to where they would have understood Actually. where he was coming from. Whether they disagree or agree, they would at least understood where he's coming from. But yeah. as a man, I completely understand what he's saying because yeah. he's being direct and he's he's just saying it. I mean, he's not beating around the bush. So there's really no misunderstanding. It's just women will get in their feelings and misunderstand it by just being mad and not really hearing what he's saying. You know what I mean? Okay, we cooking now. What you guys, Zach? We cooking. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that uh, I, I I don't know. For me, it's just it, it's it's multifaceted because what you know the music that's being pushed by these record labels that's being I feel like that the women are being pushed to 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 make is is these wops and these different records. You know, all these records over sexualizing them. So that's kind of what what they get fed. But but it is also it's a lot of truth to it. I think Neo maybe could have worded it a little better, you know, for sure. But it's true to it. It's definitely true to it. You know, um, yeah. It's social media just kind of gave everybody a, a a platform to where they could just, you know, say whatever. And people worship Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion and all these women, and they just live by that shit. And then they 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 get looked at a certain way because of it, basically. So yeah. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. Everybody want to be a city girl. Right. Yeah. And yeah. then when a, when a nigga say he don't want a city girl, it's a problem because judging. Hey, like, I, don't, hey. I don't I don't I don't think he should get in trouble for saying that. I get I mean, look at they they are double standards like a motherfucker when it comes to men and women. Like, we shouldn't have to sugarcoat shit. I'm gonna be honest. Cause they got on 50 cent for being fat and said nothing about Lizzo when she out there posing naked and doing all kind of crazy <laughs> shit. So it's like Whenever it's a dude, they don't give a fuck. Motherfucker say I got mental issues. Nigga, suck that shit up and put your chest out. And maybe posting. You cradle the fuck out of him. That's a big fact. He cooking right now. He cooking cooking right now. He cooking with fish grease. Fish grease right now. This is real. They get mad at at men when men say shit about women like that. Like, Like when you see, hear songs, like bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. And women get mad. It's like, well, is you a bitch? I wasn't yeah. talking about you. Yeah. But then women say shit like men ain't shit. And then you're like, God damn, like nigga, literally I'm a man. So like, we could we could take it one step deeper and just talk about, I know this is kind of weird, but all these dudes on Twitter getting exposed for these dick pics and shit. And people are kind of demeaning them for their size and shit like that. Women are all on. If a girl, if a guy was to do that to some famous celebrity woman they would get slandered oh, for that right. and thrash yeah. for shit like oh, they that. would definitely get slandered yeah. but i also yeah. feel like if if you put your shit out there like that and True. taking pictures True. like that yeah. you putting yourself out there to be judged by other people exactly even if it's not, just in a group chat right. even right. if it's just in a group chat accident shit there's no way niggas yeah no it ain't, it ain't, it ain't no accident. i never we, bought it i never we, bought we, accident. We, we didn't know <laughs> we, we didn't i mean not we didn't know you get what i'm saying it, yeah. yeah if you had a little bit of a wild past you you know send a picture or two that looking back like man why well, i send that shit <laughs> yeah speaking moving on to some of this toxicity but you the can't to- control what happens after you send it you hit that send button yeah it's that it's that it's, it's a wrap whatever happens, like, that happens i'll be feeling like sometimes maybe the cell phone companies it's the cloud whoever runs the cloud 
Like this cloud. nasty <laughs> ass nigga. He was trying to delete it. That, yeah. shit, that shit is still in the cloud. Yeah. We, we saw what you did already. We saw what you did. <laughs> but saw yeah. What you did last summer. Yeah. yeah. Moving on with this toxicity. Let's talk about this Megan Thee Stallion and uh, Tory Lane updates and their little court case. Uh, <laughs> uh, so uh, recently, I guess, Academics um, was putting on Twitter that there was a development in the Meg Thee Stallion and um, Tory Lane's case uh, saying there's no DNA or uh, gun residue of Tor- like found on Tory Lane's and there was none of Tory Lane's DNA on the weapon at all that shot Meg Thee Stallion. Um, so people are kind of saying that this proves that Meg Thee Stallion was lying with somebody else that did it. Um, during this time, Tory Lane's also puts out a you know, I don't know if it's Instagram or Twitter, something about giving dick to two, giving good dick to two friends was my mistake, but got them both catching feelings. And now we are where we are. And then, and then that uh, got a response from Meg Thee Stallion. It was like, oh, so you think that's what you're going to say for shooting a woman or something like that? If that's what it is, why have you been apologizing to me? And he, she posted a text message thread of him saying, I'm sorry, I was drunk, blah, blah, blah. Not really saying what he was apologizing for, but she kind of posted it to kind of make it seem like um, this is what he was saying in apology to her for shooting her. But then um, he goes back to also say that's not what he was apologizing for. You didn't even put the messages in context. Basically, what do you guys feel about the, I don't know if you guys have been following on case, of, case at all. I don't know if you guys are over it by now. The he say, she say is kind of getting overwhelming at this point. But what do you guys think about this new development of no DNA from Tory Lanez being found on the gun? You know what? I think that, uh, I think it's always kind of sound a little fishy. I'm not, I'm not taking sides because I don't really know all the details. Of course, it's still like at the pretrial and shit, but it seemed like it, it, it just seemed like it seemed suspect. It seemed like it could, it could, it could go either way to me at this point. You feel me? It seemed like it could, it could theoretically be that uh, there was a whole lot of alcohol involved. Maybe he did smash Meg and her best friend. Maybe that played a role and made things get sticky. You know, maybe she don't really know. No who pun shot intended. Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it, to me, at this point, it's a lot of he says, she says, it's a lot of uh, back and forth trying to change the narrative on the on both sides. And I mean, I think we'll see the truth come out. The worst part about it to me of all is that I think even if Tory's exonerated, so to speak, if he is proven innocent, I don't think it's going to get a whole lot of buzz. I don't think he's going to get any kind of real, you know, quote unquote apology or any kind of, you know, rep, uh, like reversal of people's feelings for him. You know, he's still going to get canceled by some people. Yeah, you know that's that's, that's the unfor- that's the unfortunate part about it. You know, when these accusations when these accusations come out, people already make their decisions. They make their mind up about you. And if you're a black man, they probably automatically believe you did it, right. write you off. Mm-hmm. And even if it come out one way or another, from that point on, that's kind of the the view they have of you and the reputation you have sometimes to the right. common folk. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. yeah, and you can't recoup the money that he lost from those albums that he put out that got blacklisted or blackballed and mm. nobody was able to see him on iTunes and all the concerts that he lost yeah. not being able to perform. So if he is proven innocent in this whole case, there has to be some kind of recoup of something. Yeah, all the legal fees. Right, there's going to be a whole nother <laughs> case to go to. Um, but yeah, a.k.a. Sean, who's next? Who got something to say about it? I think it's a setup. What you mean? It smells like a setup to me. Loki, it does. I've always been a person that's been able to. Um, I cannot read a whole book. I can like look at the beginning of a book, maybe read the first chapter or two, 
go read the end of the book, the last chapter or two, and I could tell you what happened. Maybe not exactly, you know, what happened, but I, I can get the, the gist of what the story is based on the beginning and the end. Mm-hmm. Um, context clues, you know, I'm, I'm always been good at context clues. So you just look at everything that happened in that situation. I'm like, wait a minute. If you get shot in your foot, there's no way you're limping back to the police. You know, that was like, wait, what a minute. You're limping back to the police. You know, they're telling you commands to walk backwards and she's able to walk backwards with a, a foot that just been shot. Not happening. But, you know, I'll play along. Okay. You know, you say all that happened. Right. You know, exactly. Like right afterwards. I'm like, okay, well, if he shot a gun, the first thing they're going to do is, is hit you with the little little solution to, to see if you got residue, residue on your arm and hand. Anybody with a common sense could tell you that. That'll tell you right there if he shot, if he at least shot a gun. You know, whether he shot her or not is a whole different story, but that'll at least tell you whether he at least shot a gun, right? But no, you know, we didn't hear, we all this time, we ain't heard that. And that would have been like, the first thing we would have heard is, oh, he got gun residue on his hand. You know, well, he must have shot somebody or shot her or something. Mm-hmm. Gotta be guilty, right? No. So, you know, you start digging into it a little bit more. Right after that situation happened, Tory Lanez dropped those NFTs and he made like a million dollars in 30 seconds or something crazy, mm-hmm. right? He figured out, he was the first artist or anybody to figure out how to monetize NFTs in the, in the music industry. Yeah. He, it, it, this is just my, now this is my theory of what happened. Um, I feel like he was ready to get off his label. You know, they had been messing with his albums and, and messing with his radio plays and, and things like that that had been messing with his money, ultimately. So I think he was like, you know what? I don't need my label. I can make money. You know, he learned about the NFTs and he's like, I, I can make money this way. And I don't have to cut anybody else in. That's all my money, all my profit. He don't cut nobody else in. There's no middleman. There's no 360 deal. There's no contract with anybody else. All that that million dollars he made was all his money. Mm-hmm. And not only did he make that money, he told other artists about it. And how to do it. And how to do it. Yeah. All he had to really yeah. do was mention it. And the fact that he made a million dollars of his own money that he don't got to give to nobody else other than, you know, pay taxes, of course. But he made all that yeah. money in 30 seconds. 30 seconds. And so all the got- people that made money or, or that bought his album could go turn around and make their own right. money. Out so he, was, he did all mention right. that he was the first art- artist to ma- have his actual fans make money right. as make well. Money. Um, right. yeah, it's right. revolutionary, it was yeah. revolutionary, yeah. bro. Mm-hmm. The music industry is a powerful industry, you know. Uh, I think they got scared. It was like, Whoa, 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 wait a minute. Hey, Meg, go do this for us, you know. <laughs> go, go, go set this guy up real quick, you know. And I th- also think it had to do something with you know, him probably either messing with her friend or somebody she's cool with. Because there were rumors about him and Kylie that night and all of that, you know. I don't know about all that, but you know, he was ultimately, probably just saying that to boost his ego, right there. He's like, "Yeah, I was also trying to get at Kylie." Nah, or you never know. Hollywood, never Hollywood's know. a weird place, man. Hollywood's a real it is weird. weird. They, they, they be doing some weird time. shit. It's the, the weirdest place I've ever been to. I love Hollywood to visit, to go hang out, things like that. There's a lot to do in Hollywood, but Plus, Hollywood is people. the weirdest place I've ever been. Yeah, and people weirdest are people. Place. The weirdest people. So. If like 
you see people out here who get mad as fuck and do shit like weaponize their kids because a man want to leave them or do some shit like that. Right. I'm not saying I'm not saying Meg did this, but I'm just saying people are people. You can't just say just because she's a celebrity, she wouldn't pull the same type of shit. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. Just playing into my theory, though, think about this. She's in contract hell with her label now. She's yeah, been, she's true. said that they haven't paid her a dime since she's been on the label. Well, she on she, Rock Nation. Apparently, she now. owes them money. Yeah. So at that yeah, point, you owe somebody yeah. money, you're willing to do whatever you have to do because you owe that person money, right? Or you're trying to get mm-hmm. your money. Or, you know, like it's not completely, you know, like uh unthinkable that, that some shit like that could have happened to where her label said, Hey, you gotta do this. 100 percent because because yeah, she only I believe she's actually only managed by Rock Nation, but yeah, she is still in like disputes with her label. Um, she's managed not, by Rock yeah. Nation, but she's under contract with that right. original right with the dude from the set from Houston. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah. That, that's been um, the whole dispute is Rock Nation is trying to get her out of that contract so she can start making some money and they can make money off of her. But right. she's in a, a ironclad <laughs> contract <laughs> that you know she was in before. Like all these back three sixty, gotta yeah. get it back in blood. Everybody's making money off of her except her. Yeah, I feel that. Yeah, it makes sense, man. I I have no idea, man. And Tory Lanez was on a great trajectory. Um, he was killing it with that uh, quarantine radio. A million yeah, viewers yeah, on that shit yeah, broke Instagram yeah, with that shit. Yeah, they kicked him off that yeah, a couple times. Off that, yeah. So yeah, so they, just, they hated on the man because he revolutionized it. Nobody thought about making money on Instagram until he really. I mean, it took the pandemic year to do it, but yeah. you know, he understood content and how to get it out there to the people and how to get them what they wanted. You know, like he, I mean, he wasn't on there. It wasn't no on no OnlyFans type shit, but he was pressing that button a little bit. The, the line towing that line, well, yeah, know, and, where it, and for it was Tory a Lanes, little bit racy, but it was it was making people watch. Yeah, and Tory Lanez it ain't no like quick flame. I've been listening to Corey, uh, Tory Lanez my first couple years in college. And I graduated hell long ago. You know what I'm saying? It took a while for him to get to this place. And for him to build what he built, they hated on him right when he actually broke. They tried to hate on him when he with the beef with Drake. They tried to get him out of there with that. Then he mended that and they tried to get him out of there again, step by step, trying to get him out of there. Exactly. They've been trying to hate on this man for a long time. But he's talented. I'm not saying he's the greatest ever or anything. Thing like that, but he's got talent, and because of that talent, he's got fans. He's got real fans. He's super. He's super talented, bro. Yeah, he got really, real fans. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so he can really his go. fans are gonna ride with him because they understand the talent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like he, I don't like everything he puts out, but I don't like everything. Anybody oh, yeah. puts out. I didn't really like that mm-hmm. '80s album that much. I, I mean, yeah, not but, but that's there, there's I nobody that comes out with a hundred percent hit hit rate. Oh yeah, yeah, and the people that do <laughs> Six tape, on that though. first album, you fuck up and then put all your hits on one album, like Bryson Tiller did on his first album. But he's so talented. I mean, mixtapes, albums, everything he's really doing is at least cutting edge. You know what I mean? Like he's taking chances. He he's he's doing things like Kid Cudi was doing the same thing for a little bit too before you know he started having some issues with the record label, all, all of that too. Mm-hmm. But you know, there there's certain people that just they they try to you know innovate with their music. And when they they're, do, they're, they're not the story, but they, they they're out there innovating, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, but when you get too far out there, especially as a black artist, they're gonna try to pull your ass right back every time. When it comes uh, to the money, is when it comes yeah. to the money. They don't. They don't care if you out there just doing what you want to do. That's that's fine. But when you taking money out of their pockets, yeah, that's it's, when it's the issue. It's as soon yeah, as as, as soon issue. as soon as you find a way to make money without the middleman, without their hand, without in them, it, without right? Them being able they're to like, wait a minute, it. wait, where's my cut? 
You're like, yo, that's, okay. Yeah, you, that's, didn't that's, have no, that's, you didn't have nothing to do with me making this music. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like, that, that's just one thing with the music industry is, you know, they, they try to entice all these artists with, you know, different things as far as, you know, the drugs and alcohol and I heard, opinion and, you know, I heard one uh, of the coldest things, uh, Vince Staples came on to Joe Budden's podcast, called in. He mm-hmm. said, these labels try to pay you with notoriety now. They don't want to give you no money. Yes. They try to give you the yeah. attention and they feel like that attention. We're this big label. <laughs> yeah, that, that fame is what you want and that right. fame. The it's payment enough, right. and we'll take the money that you give us right. for all the product, but right. we'll give you that fame that you used to want that cloud any, anyway. They'll give you anything you want at first. They're, they're gonna put you in a nice house. They, they, hey man, don't worry about it. We're gonna take care of everything. They, they put you in a nice house. They, they give you a budget so you can go buy clothes. You know, they give you access to to women and men who are you know whatever you're into. You yeah. know, they, they give you access to yeah. cars. Everything that you could want, you have access to. Yeah, it's not yeah, yours, yeah. but you have access to it. And and whenever they shoot you these advance, advances, what they don't tell you is that that money is to is to create your album, yeah. but you can't make money until you recoup all that money back. And yeah. a lot of these rappers, if they don't recoup that money back, they in debt with the label, mm-hmm. and now they now they shell and they owe the label. They money. want you to go buy a chain. Kanye they want you to go this. buy some. Exactly. I got they my advance. I went straight to Jacob. Mm, he yeah. went straight <laughs> to Jacob the jeweler. As soon as he got his advance, that's what they want you to do is go buy. Some jewelry, go buy a car. Yeah, yeah, man. Go go buy a house. Yeah, go do that. Go go buy this jewelry. Yeah, go go buy that shiny car over there. You know, yeah, go ahead. Uh-oh. And when you spend all that money, like he said, they they gonna like, hey, well, now we need to pay for a video. Now we need to pay for, you know, mm-hmm. airplay on the radio. We need to pay for this. We're yeah. looking to get that money back. And that's how all these artists are in debt. Yeah. I'm gonna have to cut out though. I'm gonna have to pull, pull out real quick. Okay, for sure. Have a good night, Paul. brother. Have a good night. All right. right. All right, fam. For sure. All right, moving on, talking about some, all right then, man, talking about right. some other sick individuals. Let's talk about these, these this teacher and this sheriff. Um, I forgot exactly what city it was in. It's Louisiana. Oh, man. Um, four, they got 41 years in prison. This teacher brought cum-filled baked goods to school, and they fed them to the kids. Um, there was a sick-ass individual, her and her husband, um, got hit with like 70 char- 72 charges of various sex crimes, uh, rapes, uh, child porn, uh, a whole bunch of criminal charges. They're facing like 72, like 70 years in jail. Um, I just wanted to see how y'all felt about this. Um, it's a sick, sick people in this world. I never thought I'd hear a story like this. Um, a sheriff and a teacher, two jobs and occupations we expect to protect and serve, teach and influence are doing dumb shit like this. How y'all feel about that? <laughs> you, you could honestly, I don't really well, I, You know, hey man, there's some sick people in this world. There's no way they did that and didn't know. Um, there's another, um, regardless of whether it was her knowing, whether it was the husband playing, think he was playing a joke, you no, know, there, there's just, it, either way, it was a sick individual's mind to do that, regardless of whether it was her or him or both. Yeah. The sick individual to do that. Even if you think it's a joke, even if you think it's not going to go to any kids or anything, it's just a sick thing to even think to do. Um, it doesn't surprise me that it's in Louisiana. Uh, Louisiana has got some, some interesting people, to say the least, um, there. Not all of Louisiana, but you know, there's just definitely some interesting people there. There for sure. Yeah, uh, been there a few times. 
Yeah, it's wild. And these people deliberately gave him these these uh, these I don't want to say edibles. These uh these baked. Well, I mean, there was there was the teacher a few months ago that gave her kid lollipops that were edibles. Yeah, yeah. And know, like, it's it's just the thing that's going on right now with these teachers, and and I blame it on our system as a whole, man, because these teachers are being paid thirty thousand, thirty five thousand a year, not to, being to put up with correctly. a lot of stuff. Yeah, and you know. Because of that, you got these teachers quitting. You got substitute teachers in there. They make even less money. They don't go you know, about nothing. It's just it's a system full of of, of bad education. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and just, you ain't got the right people in there trying to educate the kids that that need to be there. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's um. I just think it's like a conversation about mental health. Because to me, in my opinion. For anybody to number one, think up that idea, premeditate that. Number two, actually execute and go through with that and be willing to serve that to children. Obviously, has some mental issues, you know, not excusing or justifying it whatsoever. But um to to, to your point, echo that point. I mean, yeah, teachers should be paid more because that's a very vital um occupation, you know. Uh, you they should they should be maybe vetted more maybe um you know yeah, uh, sure. screen bigger, screen bigger screen better, better more. Quality. exactly better quality you get more people you don't just get anybody walking in there and being able to be a teacher I know I was hearing that they were saying some like in a pandemic some people were being allowed to be substitute teachers or teachers just because if they had a high school diploma because they were short staffed and things of that yeah. nature so it's just very low in the totem pole of 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 quality of jobs and it should be way higher than it is because. It's literally what we all have to be pipelined through in life, in society. So yeah, it molds um, you growing up. Yeah, it molds you growing up. And I mean, for me, just on just on the side, human though, I got kids, bro. So if I heard about any, oh, it's, yeah. a, it's it's some sick people out there, bro. If I heard about any teacher doing that, doing that, then I probably I probably be in jail right with them, bro. Cause yeah, just think of how uh, many bad teachers each one of you had growing up. Yeah, oh, like I, oh, yeah. I still to this day, I'm I'm thirty some years old, and I could think back to some teachers that still in my mind, like I remember those teachers and they yeah. were just bad. And I just can't imagine, kids. I can't imagine G, Gen Z people becoming teachers in the first place. I heard of another case where at a school, this two-year-old got left in a dark classroom because the teacher left because no, the ride was late. The teacher left them in a dark classroom with the doors locked. Three, four days ago. Right. What? Yeah. And they couldn't three, get four the kid. Days ago in, they in couldn't New get York. the kid. Yep. Couldn't get the kid out of the building because the doors were locked. Daycare. And everybody left. Yep. The mom, oh. the, the mom was 15 minutes late. And so they closed up shop. She didn't she didn't know her kid was in there until the kid put a, a chair next to the, the window and stood up on the chair. Yeah, what? it's nutty. The schooling, like oh. they, they need to be vetted more. They can't just give out licenses. They should be paid more, so it's harder to get the job. Should be paid more, absolutely. Yeah, yes. that'll that'll weed yes. out a lot of bad apples they right need there. To be paid more, they need to be held to higher standards. You know what I mean? Yes, it's just that's crazy, yeah. man. The, the fact that, like you said, it was even executed was was wild. Yeah, that yeah. it it, it it's 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 nuts. And just imagine, it's like these are the kids that need to be supervised. I feel like the more I don't want to say more qualified teachers to teach the younger kids, but I feel like we should have higher quality people teach our younger kids because I don't need a disciplinarian or anything like that. Just somebody that can teach and be very caring and attentive 
I mean, yeah. I'm sure a lot of cases aren't, you know, like this. This is these are extreme cases we're talking about. They gotta about pay here, more but... bottom line, bro. Yeah. Think about you you talk about generation Z being teachers. Who's gonna want to be a teacher at, at that? Yeah, that's coming up in that generation. That's right. a good point. That's yeah, a good very point. good point. Who's even yeah. gonna want to do that profession? Like they they know, like you think back, I, I think back to some of the shit that we did or or that I saw personally done to teachers back in the day yeah. that was just silly, just dumb shit. That's like, come on, man. Teacher ain't got to put up with that. Exactly. Like, you, know, and then you gotta go home and live your regular life afterwards. Yeah. And I wasn't even a bad kid, but I'm just saying, like, in my even in my day, they were doing some stuff to the teachers. It was like, man, these teachers don't get paid enough for the, for that. Yeah. Like, you know, to to put up with this kid's nonsense just because yeah. he wants to act out like for no other reason, yeah. or just because he has some some things going on at home, he wants to take it out on the teacher, he, him or or her. You know, it wasn't just guys; it was the girls too sometimes. But you know, it, it's it's just crazy some of the things these teachers go through. Yeah, these kids are gonna want to grow up. They're not teaching is gonna be the furthest thing from their mind. Man, exactly. they, they gonna be all they gonna be all influencers, social media influencers. That's exactly. That's it. This one That's thing it. that this pandemic did was uh, groom a bunch of entrepreneurs, and everybody's figuring no, like they can do shit themselves and make money themselves without having to work forty hour work weeks and burn out. You know, burn themselves out each week and kind of make their own money. Um, you know what I'm saying? AKA Tory Lanes, you know what I'm saying? Trying to make your own money, you know, buck the system. But sometimes, you know, shit gets pulled back down to earth. Um, but we are coming to another commercial break here. I just want to send one more video to you guys or actually get with you guys one more time after this break. Talk a little bit about your music, LBZ, and what you got going. And Sean E, some stuff you may got going before we get up out of here. Uh, but last break, we'll come back, wrap it up, and just, um, you know, let the best of bias family get a rest because we've been talking for a little bit. We got a lot of information in their ears and I'm sure they're grateful about it. But one more break, we're going to come back and we're going to let, you know, let them know what's up with us. You know what I'm saying? Um, best of bias podcast. We'll be right back. Boom. What's up, everybody? Thank you for being with us. We're to the end of the episode. I know it's been a long one, but thank you guys for being here. We back episode 104 in the books. But this is the part of the episode where I like to let, you know, the Best of Bias family um, know where they can find you at and let, let them know what you guys got going. Um, LBZ, I know you into the music thing. Let them know where to find your music. What you got going? Let you tell it. What's going on, player? Yeah, LBZ, uh, laid back Zach. So... Pretty much everywhere, L-A-I-D-D-B-A-C-K-Z-A-C-H. I know it's long. I wanted to go by LBZ on a lot of things, but it was taken by a lot of different cats. So that's a marketing, you know, conflict. I'm kind of working through branding-wise. But you can find me everywhere on that. Uh, I'm on Spotify, once again, L-A-I-D-D-B-A-C-K-Z-A-C-H. Um, I got some new music coming out soon, a lot of new music, matter of fact. I'm going to drop a lot of albums this year. Uh, you know, as we all know, the music industry is very disposable and the cycle is very rapid at this point. So, you know, albums don't live that long. You know, albums that used to live a few months, they live three weeks at best. Mm -hmm. and that's like, you know, the heavy hitters. So I feel like music and the consumption of music is moving a lot faster. So I've been just in the studio every week. Right now, I got a lot of music out, though. I got uh, my most recent album in the gray areas out. It's a nice mixture of uh, you got a lot of uh, jazz influence, R&B, hip hop. Yes. I'm rapping, doing a whole lot on there. I, I write for a few other people, doing shows, got some videos coming out. So, so nice. a lot coming out soon, you know, for sure. I'm on Instagram, all that. So check yeah. me out. 
definitely check them out. A um, lot of stuff upcoming, as you guys have just heard. So check them out, Layback Zach. You know what I'm saying? On all platforms, as you can see. Um, YouTube, YouTube. You know, you know a lot about YouTube. That's where you watch us at. That's where you're watching us at now. So just go ahead, type it in there, check out some videos, hit the subscribe button, like, bell, so you know when he drops some shit. You know what I'm saying? Lots of stuff coming, as he said. Lots of fire. Trust me. I know firsthand. Uh, Sean, Sean E, my guy. Yes, sir. Yes, what sir. you got going? Where can the people find you at? Uh, find me at Sean underscore E. Um, the first E is a, a letter three. I mean, number three. Sorry, not the letter. Number three. Um, Sean E. Real simple. Find me on Instagram. Uh, what not if you need to get a holler at me. You know what I'm saying? Comment below if you're trying to highlight at him. And we got plenty of episodes with him, him in it. It's like his third or fourth episode. So go back, check out the episodes. You know what I'm saying? If you're feeling what he's putting we'll down, sports, go. We'll talk to politics. You know what I'm saying? We'll talk. Come we'll on. be on here. He'll be on here plenty more times. You know what I'm saying? Got all the guests. It's the best of bias family out here. We're trying to get everybody on here. Plenty of talented friends and family out there. They got a lot of stuff going. I want to bring that to you guys. You know what I'm saying? You know where to find your boy at. It's your boy, Lydell De Niro. S-A-C underscore Lydell on Instagram. Patrick underscore Lydell on the Snapchat. If you're looking for anything best of bias related, you can go ahead and type that into the uh, URL. You can find our website up. Uh, merch, more merch coming soon. We got brand new hats, uh, bucket hats, dad hats, and beanies dropping soon. As soon as next month, mid next month, I got y'all. Hit me up, um, DM me for the, some inquiries. I still got um, truckers in this design, but brand new design coming. I'm gonna drop them tomorrow morning, the design at least on uh, Instagram so y'all can see. Uh, you can find us on YouTube, of course, Best of Bias. Keep liking, keep subscribing, keep watching the videos, man. AKA puts a lot of work into those. Um, clips and all that shit from show reviews all that stuff we do everything you're hearing for our audio listeners go check it out on youtube if you ain't got these platforms apple podcast spotify google play um anchor if you ain't got any of that you can go check out all the podcasts we got like 59 to 60 episodes up now um hour long all we'll be talking about you know what i'm saying you can ch- catch us on there contact us on there subscribe and if you're listening on apple podcast give us a five-star review tell us how we're doing because once we get to that 200 reviews uh 200 five-star reviews we can become actual movie critics official for rotten tomatoes and we do a lot of movie and tv show reviews and we would love that um like i said get your merch soon uh plenty of more guests coming soon plenty of content coming soon we got anime kumite coming probably going to drop for you probably this weekend as well um of course this episode is dropping on friday so plenty more coming as you can see but anything else fellas we'll get you guys up uh, out of here go i ahead. just want to say uh you know i appreciate y'all having me on the podcast you know it's all love i've been wanting to get on here for a while support y'all i definitely need a beanie um, oh, yeah, I'm definitely sure. going to be watching. I'll definitely be down to get on the episode in the future. So appreciate oh, yeah. y'all having me. Yeah, absolutely. You're welcome anytime, Shani. You already know he's invited anytime when he, when he get on here to talk about something. We out. You know what I'm saying? We out here talking about anything, anytime. It's the best of bias. Whatever you want to talk about, bring it to the table. We'll talk about your bias. But as of now, we're going to get up out of here. So like I like to say at the end of these episodes, where my theme song at? It's right here. All right, y'all. Have a good one. It's the best, uh, best of bias. You need the earful. You should try us. From pop culture to the movies to Unitas. It's the best, uh, best of bias. Uh, the best of bias. Yeah.